0: What's going on, everybody? I hope everybody's doing well. Um, I haven't played God of War since one day that I played for a few minutes, but I wanna continue checking that out because I do love that game series or franchise. Franchise was the word I was looking for. Uh, remember Fedor versus Bader this weekend? Derek Lewis versus Sergey Spivak. And this will be the only episode of this week. So make sure you're following me on YouTube. And again, make sure you follow me on IG because there's going to be a lot of content on there. Make sure you listen to the full episode to get full details on that. Alright guys, later. Peace. what's up everybody today we are only doing one episode today this week come on this week we're only doing one episode because there was no mma action last week so not a lot really new going on but there that doesn't mean there's not new stuff going on i just don't have a lot to talk about today but there is stuff we're gonna start with a press release from the ufc Laura Sanko to make color commentary debut at UFC Fight Night Lewis vs. Spivak. UFC Today announced that veteran analyst, Octagon side reporter, and Dana White Contender Series commentator Laura Sanko will be making her official color commentary debut on February 4th for Fight Night Lewis vs. Spivak. Taking the next step to join the UFC commentary team has been a goal of mine since I began my broadcasting career, Laura Sanko said. It is an honor to walk in the footprint of Kathy Long 30 years after her appearance on UFC 1. I consider it a true privilege to be a part of the team that is a voice to our incredible fans communicating the fighting art of each man and woman who step inside the octagon. And then it goes, uh, then this is Dana. I can't think of anyone better to be the first female color commentator for the modern UFC era other than Sanko. UFC President Dana White said, She's worked incredibly hard to prove herself and get herself to this position, and I couldn't be prouder to have her calling the action. Laura brings passion, enthusiasm, and an undeniable work ethic to all her roles with the UFC. UFC Vice President and Coordinating Producer Zach Cantino said, There is no doubt she'll do the same in this elevated opportunity as the first ever female color commentator at the UFC during the Zufa era. We are thrilled to add her to our talented stable of commentators and her expert analysis promised to be a great addition to the UFC broadcasting theme moving forward. The UFC broadcast moving forward. So congratulations, Laura Senko will be able to hear her this weekend for Derek Lewis versus Sergei Spivak. Yeah, it's Lewis versus Spivak before somebody gets mad at me and says I'm wrong and it's the other way around. I mean, what can you say, man? I mean, my only problem with this is who's going to watch this? Because first you have Fedor versus Bader first, right? And then because this fight was supposed to be in South Korea, it's going to be really late at night. So who's going to watch it? Like, that's not Laura's fault. I'll tell you that much. It ain't her fault. But congratulations, Laura Sanko. It's great to see, man. It's great to see. And it's going to open more doors, right? Because... She's the first one, it doesn't mean she's going to be the last one. Maybe it opens doors that if they have, I don't know, I'm just throwing out an idea here. Like if they have a female headliner that that they'll switch the broadcasting team. I'm just throwing out ideas or they'll have an all-female broadcasting team for certain events. Like if they know it's a female headlining the card, female bout, you know. Throwing out ideas here, I'm not saying they sound good, but I'm just saying that's a direction they could go. But let's go on to something surprising that lead insider MMA Ariel Juani got the UFC superstar known as Jorge Masvidal to reveal. So if you haven't seen the MMA hour and you don't want me to ruin it, please skip forward. But if not, here we go. UFC star Jorge Masvidal reveals split from first round management, now managing himself. Jorge Masvidal is no longer represented by first round management. The UFC Star has confirmed that his split from his longtime management company and is now a free agent. What they mean by free agent is that he doesn't have a management. Because he's not a free agent in the fighting sense, because he just signed a new deal before fighting Colby back in March of last year. Oh, uh, it says he is not a free agent in the managing world, sorry. Oswald revealed the news to Ariel Hawani on Monday following an initial report by MMA Mania. I never saw this initial report. Masvidal said there was some sort of falling out, but didn't go into exact details as there may be a legal aspect to the separation. 100% split with them, Masvidal said. You know, my mom always said, baby, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. But right now, we're going through some turmoil litigation that is not fair. I'm not going to talk about this or that right now, just that we're going through it at the end of this chapter. When all this gets done, I'll have an exact report on that. We're going through court, and I don't want to talk about anything right now, anything more than what I just said. That's all what that says, okay? Like, don't think that I'm not reading it right. That's all that, what that says. We're not in the greatest of terms, I'll tell you that. I have no ill will towards them. I don't owe them any money. They don't owe me any money. But there are other things that have affected the relationship severely that they could have fixed, that they could fix, that could have fixed by now, but they haven't. That's what that says. That they could fix, that could, they could have fixed by now, but they haven't. So I'm just waiting for these things to get resolved. Masvidal, who's scheduled to return to action on April 8th at UFC 287 against Gilbert Burns, that he's currently representing himself. He's not close to working with future management companies, but as of right now, he remains solo. Yep. I mean, this is weird. I'll get into it after I'm done reading this, but it's kind of like a trending thing. It's basically me, as Miles Vidal said. I'm working with a lot of managers, a lot of companies. There's a lot of great managers out there, and that's another thing. This is no secret. I'll say this because everybody knows first round management doesn't have the best relations or any relations with any other managers, a lot of sponsors and things like that. They have their own way of doing stuff, and it doesn't appeal to a lot of people. There was a lot of people that I wasn't talking to because they had beef with them. I'm talking to everybody right now. Every week, someone is trying to pitch me to go to lunch or some effing movie script with this sponsorship there. Okay, one. It's its supposed to say one door closed, but they broke one day. Okay, one door closed, but 2,000 windows open. I'm managing myself. I was all later added. I don't really feel that I need help in the the direct aspect of talking to the UFC. I can do all that. I just have to put somebody in place for this or that. And I'm talking to some great agencies for that. Something can come off of it. I just became a free agent months ago. So there's that. Like, it's funny, right? Because you see that first round they lost John Jones and Richard Schaefer came into the mix. For those who don't know, Richard Schaefer, he used to... Around run Golden Boy and once Richard left that's when Canelo wanted to leave because everybody felt that Richard was the brains behind the operation. So we shall see man and then what's also funny about the Richard Schaefer John Jones thing is that first round still has on their website like let me go check let me go check and I'm gonna check if they have Jorge because first round the last time I went on their website they still had that they were managing John Jones but let me see if they still have John and Jorge. And it could just be a matter of them not updating the website, but let's see. First round management roster. MMA, Alex Casares, Andre Arlowski. Ben Rothwell, Bo Nickel, Bryce Mitchell, Carlos Condit, Chase Sherman, Dong Un-Jung. David Tamer, Derek Lewis, Dominic Cruz, Dontale Mace, Dwight Grant, Ellis Reed. Francis Marshall, friends, Malboyo, Anna Goldie, Edith Tupuria, Rosinha Rosenstrike. Look, they still have John Jones and Jorge on the website. Let's see what happens when I hit contact. Who's that? It gives me some weird email, but we shall see. Let's see what happens when I, when I hit contact for Jorge. It's the same person. What happens if I hit contact for Jared? I don't know what that means, but. Okay, so first round, they still have John and Jorge on their website, even though Jorge has said that he has parted ways with first round and so has John Jones. What happens if I hit contact on Mike Perry? It's the same person. So we shall see what happens. I mean, but it's weird because um, Francis also revealed a couple of weeks ago that he had split from his manager, Markel Martin, but... Their splits seem more amicable than what Jorge split with first round seemed. So we shall see what happens man. We shall see what happens. I hope Jorge figures it out if he could really deal with the UFC on his own good for him. I know a lot of people give Jorge flack because he um the way he acts and because of what he did with Colby like I don't condone that at all. And a lot of people give him flag because his performance against Kobe, but if you think about it, think about this, okay? Like, I should have had this up, but I didn't. Like, let's look at it. He fought Kobe when? March 5th of last year? March 5th. He was supposed to fight Leon in December prior, I imagine, correct? Not I imagine. That's when it was. That's only three months. Hold on, I'm still trying to get the exact date for March 5th. Okay, let's see. Hold on. So. Masvidal versus Covington was March 5th. Leon Edwards, let's see, is is it this one? Let me make sure it's this one. Yeah, it was this one. Leon Edwards and Jorge Masvidal were supposed to fight December 11th of 2021. Now, remember that he withdrew because he had hurt a rib? Now let me Google how long it takes to heal from a rib injury. Right here it says, most broken ribs heal on their own within six weeks. Restricting activity and icing the area regularly can help with the healing and pain relief. Okay, December 11th to March 5th. That's almost three weeks. And it said how long? Six weeks. Okay. Okay. Let's say Jorge didn't do anything for six weeks. And then they tell him, okay, you're gonna go fight Colby on March 5th. Can you do it? So he only had six weeks to prepare. That's a month and two weeks. You really think he's going to be in the best of shape? Like, I'm surprised I didn't think of this when the fight was happening. I thought about this like a few weeks ago when I was re-watching it because people were saying George looked out of shape. He didn't look like he took the fight too. I guarantee you Jorge took the fight very serious. But this rib injury did not help him whatsoever. So April 8th, and did I even say about that? I don't even, I don't think we talked about it. So April 8th, they have announced that Israel Adesanya will fight Alex Pereira for the fourth time overall in combat sports for the second time in, M- in, in MMA and Gilbert Burns will fight Jorge Masvidal. This fight is very intriguing to me because the way Jorge is speaking he's ready to go kill. So I like Jorge's chances in this. We know Gilbert's a good jujitsu practitioner but it's three rounds. Let's see the first five minutes are going to be very interesting. I like Jorge's chances. I'm going with Jorge on this one but we shall see even though I've said in the past that I don't like to pick people I let that one slip I do apologize I like George in this one guys what do you guys think let me know oh and that's another thing make sure you're following the YouTube channel leaving comments some guy left me a mean comment on one of my videos I wouldn't say mean but it wasn't too pleasant and I will chase um to see if I can get any information on location? They're saying it's gonna be Miami. Probably where the Miami Heat play. So I think it's American Airlines Arena. FTX Arena? Did the name change? I never heard of this. So so it is American Airlines. They just changed the name, like they changed the staple center to Crypto.com Arena? That's so fucking stupid, bro. But it is what it is. It is what it is. So it is American Airlines Arena. That's where they want to do the, but now they're saying it's Miami Dade arena now. Oh, okay. We're going to go with Miami Dade arena. Oh, that was the original name, Miami Dade arena. And then they changed it to the American airlines. And now it's called the FTX arena. I knew it as the American airlines, but arena, but cool. So that's the rumored place. I'm going to try and chase down to see if somebody will tell me if that's where it's going to be. Hopefully I know. Jorge would be very excited, and honestly, he deserves it, man. He really deserves it. But then that leaves the question of Colby, right? A lot of people think that he's going to end up fighting Hamza, and at this point, so do I. Like, what else is he going to do? You guys tell me. What else would you have him do? I would have him fight Hamza at this point, although there are rumors that Hamza is going to fight exclusively at middleweight, so we shall wait and see what happens there. So... Here's some more fun news. Now, this is from MMA Severe. I don't know. They're an Irish, Irish media organization, I guess. It says sources: Conor McGregor to coach the next season of The Ultimate Fighter. Sources have confirmed to Severe MMA that Conor McGregor will be coaching the next season of The Ultimate Fighter. McGregor recently posted on Instagram. That he has been offered the chance to coach this season saying, I like it. Fully merging is what needed. And now we have confirmed that is exactly what he will get. Sources also say that McGregor's longtime coach, John Kavanaugh, will work alongside him on the Vegas based Show. This will be McGregor's second stint coaching the Ultimate Fighter. Previously, he went up against Uriah Faber on the 22nd season of the show that featured fighters like Artem Lobal, Sal Rogers, Junior Rosa, Billy Quantello, and... Quarantello, and Ryan Hall. McGregor himself last fought July 10th, 2021 against Dustin Poirier. A doctor's stoppage due to a broken leg in that fight left McGregor out of action for over a year, but he will likely be hoping to return against a yet-to-be-confirmed opposing coach in the house, although that is not always the case as with the Faber season. The next season of The Ultimate Fighter will be the 31st season of the show, and with McGregor at the helm, might be the most watched in years. Okay. So there were two people. What well, honestly, since the last time I did a show, it was three people, right? But we can check one guy off the board. Well, honestly, I don't know if we could check him off the board because he's fighting in April. And whatever they start filming in July? I don't think he'll do it, but there were three people, right? One was Chandler. One is Chandler. The other is Tony. So, like those guys are still in it, right? And then the third person was Jorge Masvidal, but I'm telling you, he's going to fight in April. And I don't see him doing that show because he would have to be around Connor for almost a month and two weeks because I know they stay in Vegas for about six weeks. And I don't see him doing that show. I honestly don't, but that's just my opinion. But I honestly believe the front runner to oppose him as a coach would be Mike Chandler because Mike said that he was ready to fight in summer at 170 so we'll see what happens so I'm calling it right now Mike Chandler versus Conor McGregor for the next season of the ultimate fighter if Conor is really gonna coach the next season of the ultimate fighter that's my prediction let me know what you guys think and I don't know if you guys heard about this that Conor almost died Driver hits Conor McGregor on bicycle gives him a ride home. The UFC star Conor McGregor said he was hit by a car while cycling posting and then removing a photo of the video of the aftermath of the incident. He didn't appear to be injured and the driver that hit him eventually gave him a lip. McGregor, 34, the biggest mixed martial artist in the world regularly bikes while training. He effing creamed me from the back, McGregor said in a now deleted video that had been posted on Instagram on Friday. He said he couldn't see me because of the sun. McGregor then says, all good, all good. The driver of what appears to be a Ford Mondeo walks over and says that he's totally sorry, seriously. I could have been dead there, McGregor says at another point in the video. I'm so sorry, the, the driver then says. McGregor also revealed a large tear in his pants but otherwise seemed unharmed if shaken up. In a now deleted video, McGregor is seen inside the same car with his bike in the back and being giving a ride away from the scene. Got a bang of a car just now from behind, McGregor wrote on Instagram. A sun trap that the driver couldn't see me. Full speed full speed through me. Thank you, God, it wasn't my time. Thank you, wrestling and judo also having an awareness on the landing saved my life. And then it goes on to say, "Okay, so when I first saw this, people will be like, oh, Connor is trying to get away because recently someone accused him of misconduct on his yacht.' So they're saying that Connor planted that to get good, good publicity, so people will forget the allegations towards him on the yacht right now. But we shall see, man." I don't think it was fake, because if it was fake, that guy looks scared out of his mind. The guy that hit him looked really scared. It's nuts, man. I'm glad Connor's okay. I'm pretty sure that guy was just scared because he didn't want to get sued. So we shall see what happens. Let me see what else I got for you guys. Today wasn't a lot. Oh, I should have done this before we went into the Connor stuff, but I didn't. So... Let me go find it. Did I get rid of it? No. Or is it right here? I did. Gosh darn it. All right, give me a sec. All right, these are DC's comments after they announced the Jorge Masvidal versus Gilbert fight. You can't lose if you're Jorge. You gotta win. You've got to get this one. I don't know if you can come back from four straight losses at an advanced stage in fighting. Will her star power be her? I don't think so. People love Jorge Masvidal. But this is a must-win situation for Gamebred. He's got to get it done. I mean, yes, and then going back to my earlier point, like, can you not tell me that that's got you thinking? Can you not tell me that's got you thinking that, well, maybe, right? Or am I looking into it too much? Let me know. Like, you guys can comment on these pages, and I will know. But let's read some of these comments. He built himself some hype with the Askren KO, then beat Diaz. And then in parentheses, who hasn't? He's a fun fighter, but he has never been able to beat the top guys. Well, he separated Darren Till from his senses. I'll tell you about that. When Darren Till was still seen to be the man. Here, look, here's another comment. I see Burns mauling, but Masvidal has pulled the upset before. And then here's another comment. His star power left when he got knocked out. Kobe versus Miles without pay per view numbers weren't even released. LOL. Ooh. Ooh. That one. That stings bro. Let's see. Here's another one. It will be five straight losses. Career done. I mean, just look at the overall double digit losses on his records. Can't really be relevant if you're just talking and, and losing. Eeeee. People are mean, man. Like, what the heck? Miles was is the man. I will tell you this, when he went in for the second Usman fight, you could see that it kind of got to his head. But he was doing good in that fight. Here's another one. Burns for sure. He's got that dog in him. Mazudal talks a lot of... We all know he meant to say a curse word, but he didn't. And don't back it up most times. (laughs) This guy took... Who did he lose to before Usman? I don't remember three losses in a row. He lost to Usman twice. He, Kobe already destroyed him nobody cares about him anymore huh that's funny I care for him and honestly I think if he loses let's look at it because if you lose you lost to the number one pound for pound guy twice the first fight was whatever, whatever. like I for me Jorge gets a pass because he took that fight on four days notice the second fight he got separated from his senses but that he still had moments in that fight the third fight again. I go back to the rib injury with Colby, and Colby has a very heavy base wrestling style. I think George is gonna remind a lot of people why he got that star power. I don't. I don't want to say he was lightning in a bottle. I don't want to say that, but we shall see. We shall see. Cause he even dropped Colby at one point. Remember? We shall see. And then Tommy Fury and Jake Paul are already announced their fight for February 26th did you see, it's not with Showtime, so he might have just signed like a two fight something deal with Showtime because it's now with ESPN, of course. It coincides with his PFL signing. So, okay, so Tommy Fury and I was going to say Logan, but his name is Jake. Jake are going to fight, but they have a backup fighter. His name is Mike Perry. It says this, we have Mike Perry on standby. Let's go, Mike Perry. He's ready to jump in. In any case, Tommy pulls out. Okay. Like, it's getting to the point where should I even get excited for this anymore? Or should I just not care? Because I don't care anymore, bro. Like, they've announced this fight. They got into the ring. Did a little face off. It looked awkward as heck. But I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. don't care. Let me know what you guys think, though. Because I care what you think. Okay, now, if you don't follow me on Instagram, please do so, punch the mouth Official, because I'm going to start uploading Instagram Reels. I'm going to do music. I'm going to do MMA content. Like, it's going to be, I'm still going to do YouTube. So, if you haven't followed me on YouTube, I would really appreciate if you do that, punch of the mouth TV. But this one is just going to be short-form videos. I'm going to have, at least, I'm shooting for four a week. If not, I can try to do six. But we shall see, man. Like, I'm thinking of different forms of content. If you guys have any ideas, please let me know. This is why I'm letting you guys know. So please follow me. Punch the mouth official on Instagram. And then even on Twitter, official underscore PITM. I I don't know. I like I put funny tweets up, but that's about it. I don't know what else I could do to grow on Twitter, but the reels I know will help me grow on Instagram. I would really appreciate it, guys, but that's all I got for you. So Laura commentary debut this Saturday. Jorge Masvidal no longer with first-round management. Irish Media Outlet says McGregor will coach the ultimate fighter. DC comments of Jorge Skid. Come on, DC. Let's give Jorge a chance. IG reels are coming. Later, guys. Peace. Have a great day and a great weekend again. This will be the only episode this week because there's not a lot going on. So this is the opinion episode. And have a great day. And a good weekend. See you guys later. Peace.